Hey there, welcome to Take the Stage Podcast. It's me, Mary. I'm so glad you're here. And today we are continuing our conversation on the three keys to getting booked. So we talked about connections last week and we went through that. Now you had homework. Did you get it done? Because this week we're talking about the conversations you will have with the event planners. So if you did not get your 20 people connected, that's okay. You've got time. Now, before we dive into the essence of the podcast, a few things is, are you in the Facebook group? Head over to Facebook, takethestagespeakers.com. And have you done the speaker quiz? Have you done that? Okay, if you haven't, go to takethestagepodcast.com. You'll see a little menu bar, and there's one that says speaker quiz. Click on it. It is a fun quiz. It is great for figuring what kind of speaker you are, and also it helps you remember a few things that maybe you need to watch for as you develop a message and as you are on this stage. So let's talk about conversations. So you've reached out to your event planners, you've had success and say you've reached out to 20 people and you have 10. You have 10 connections that you've made. And out of the 10, you have two meetings. Now, I know you're going, Mary, it's okay. Maybe your conversion rate is a whole lot higher, but let's just talk about one meeting at a time. Now, we're going to talk about the face-to-face meeting, and we're going to talk about the video meeting because those can be very different. Now, face-to-face is gonna be our first. Let's say you get to meet for coffee. Number one, be early. I know this sounds like elementary, but it is a pet peeve of many event planners that people are not timely. And let me explain why it's a pet peeve. The reason it is a pet peeve is because as an event planner, you are bound to what is known as a run of show. It's the schedule for the day. It is a minute by minute schedule. You have everything scaled to the minute. You are scheduled minute by minute. And the reason you are scheduled minute by minute is because everything is important. And I know some people will say, well, what about the movement of the Holy Spirit? Well, absolutely, the Holy Spirit trumps your run of show. But speaker, hear me. If you stand on a stage and say, run over by 30 minutes, and then you look at that event planner and just say, I don't know, the Holy Spirit just showed up. No, no. A lot of times that is because you weren't prepared. You didn't know how long your message was. So I I firmly believe in the movement of the Holy Spirit, but I also believe that we serve a God of order. And be timely, be timely. So I want you to show up early and be the one who pays for her coffee. This is a business meeting. Be the one who pays for her coffee or her lunch or whatever. If you are a book author, Bring a copy of your book and just give it to her as a gift. Now, if she has agreed to meet with you face-to-face, she is very interested in booking with you. 
okay? Because she's not going to take time out of her busy schedule to meet with somebody that she isn't very interested in booking. So the very first thing I want you to ask her after the niceties and all the things is tell me about your women. And then I want you to listen. The key component in this meeting is you listening to what she needs. I want you to hear what she's saying. She may say something like, well, we have a wide array. We've got, you know, the older ones, the younger ones, so on and so on. And you may want to ask another question. Well, do all of them attend your events? Well, we can get the older ones, but I tell you, those younger ones are tough to get. Listen for the cues that your message will meet the needs of her women. She may share something like, well, we have a, a wide array, um, but a lot of our women are going through some tough things right now. That's why I'm interested in talking to you. Everything that you say in this meeting is focused on her needs. This is not about you. If anyone read The Purpose Driven Life, you remember the very first line in the book? It's not about you. This meeting is not about you. You as a speaker on a platform, it's about how you serve her. And her is the woman sitting across from you at this meeting. That's the event planner. And it's every woman that she has in her care. And that is every seat that will be filled at this event. It will be women from her church and women from other churches. Your job is to make her look good. Your job is to show up and serve these women because God has entrusted this message to you, not for your glory, but for his glory and for his women. There is one person in that audience and it may be this event planner that needs your message desperately. Show her that your focus is on how you can serve her women. Now, as the conversation goes, it will go back and forth. And one of the things she is very likely going to ask you is, how much do you cost? What is your fee? If you've been listening to this podcast for any time, you know what I'm going to say right here. You're going to say, what's your speaker budget? And if she pushes back as if you're going to change your fee, just say, the reason I asked that question is I don't want to step so far out of your budget. And at that point, you can give her your fee. My fee is typically $1,500, $1,000, $2,000. $2,000, whatever your fee is. And if she, and watch for reactions to say, but you know what? I just want to get to know you. And if that doesn't work for you, I'm sure we can work something out. This is your opportunity to build a relationship with the event planner. And that is not just for this event. That's for all the other ones you will do based out of this relationship. Face-to-face conversations are such a rarity these days. We do a lot of our communication via email, via video chat, via phone, 
via text message, Voxer. Think of all the different ways you can communicate with people without actually having to sit across a table from them. This is your chance. If you get the opportunity, I want you to think about the women you'll serve at this event. And even if this one doesn't work out, you have likely built a champion. And she may even say, you know what, Mary, I would love to book you, but it's just really not a fit for what we're doing. That's okay. I always say this, you know what? I completely understand that. I'm not a fit for every single group. Would you be so kind as to, is there anyone that you can think of that my message would be great for? You'll be surprised. Now, you'll also use that later after your event to do follow-up. But let's move from the in-person to the video meeting. Now, video meetings are different. And here's why. Eye contact. I want you to do something for me. If you know you're going to be meeting in Zoom, I want you to get into Zoom. I believe you can create a free account if you don't have one. Or in some way, open up your camera app. And I want you to figure out where do I place my eyes? And let me show you, share with you how I do this. I will go, I use a Mac, so I will go into QuickTime and create a movie. And this is what I will say. I will look at the camera, I'm recording, and I'll go, I am looking directly at the eye of the camera. Now I am looking directly below the eye of the camera at the little black bar. And then I go through where I'm looking. So I can go back and watch that. Which one makes it where I'm looking directly at her? I know right now you may be shaking your head and going, that's a little overkill. Let me tell you why. I created some videos and I was watching them for editing purposes and just to kind of transcribe what, what I had said. Because strangely enough, y'all, I don't script everything. I think you probably know that if you've been here for a minute. I was looking directly at the eye of the camera. Now, I use an external camera that hooks on my computer. It's a Logitech. I believe it's what it's called because I like the quality of it better than my Mac camera. But my Mac camera is fine. But I was looking directly at the eye of the camera. And because of the angle, it looked like I'm looking up. I looked like I was looking over their head. And when I watched it back, I thought, this is disturbing. So, so what I did is that's when I created that process. Now, you're going to say, do you repeat it every time? I do, and here's why. Because my camera and my laptop move. Now, if you've got something that's just absolutely stationary, never going to move, that's fine. But I move this thing a lot. I'll move the, the clamshell. I'll move it open and close or adjust it. So I check it every single time because I want to make sure when I am meeting with someone, I am looking in her eyes. And if you're looking at her on the screen, it is going to look like you're not looking at her. I, I know it's, it's disconcerting. So it is a, it is a learned behavior. And oftentimes when she's talking, um, oftentimes when she's talking, I will make sure my eyes stay there and then I'll glance at her and I'll even say, I'll make fun with it. And I'll say, you know, I love video calls, but the challenge is I want to look you in the eye. And if I look you in the eye, I am actually looking away from you. 
because I'm looking at the computer screen. Have fun with it. Now, the difference in a video call is you don't have the warm human element, but you're going to do a lot of the same things. You're going to show up on time. You're going to ask about her, ask about her audience, ask about her women, ask how you serve them well. And then when you get into your message, always talk about your message in what it will do for them. Here's a here's an example. Well, I love to share what God did in my life and, and not just because what he did in my life, and that's a miracle in and of itself, but God took me through a place of complacency and I want to show women and I want to walk with them as they can find the joy of the Lord again. I want to walk with them as they can find the excitement in the scriptures. I want to walk with them as they realize that God's called them to something big and beautiful and bold. You see, everything a little bit about me, a whole lot about her. Because that's what your message typically is. A little bit about you, a whole lot about what God's doing. What he has done in your life and what he will do in her life. Those are the conversations. Now, not every one of them will be fabulous and turn out to an immediate booking. But as a general rule, if you can get the meeting and you're the right fit for her women, you have a very strong chance of getting the booking. And let me leave you with this. God's called you to this. He's equipped you for it. He's brought you to it. We show up and we do the hard work. God provides. Now, sometimes I have women ask me, Well, I just don't feel like I should really put myself out there because I think if God's going to want me to do something, he will, he will do it for me. Mm. I'm mindful of what he said, go, go ye therefore making disciples. Isn't what you're doing making disciples? And, and before we get into semantics and I'm not a Bible scholar and don't pretend to be one. I just want you to remember that your message is important. It is valuable and it is needed. And there are women waiting for it. And men, because I do have some men that are out there, are waiting for it. To sit on it and to say, I'll just sit over here and wait. I will not go. I will not do the hard work. I won't show up. I'm just asking the question. Do you think... Do you think that's what we're supposed to do? I believe we're supposed to go and ask and share and tell what God has done in our life. And when the opportunity is given to us, then we get to tell large groups of people from platforms. And we get paid to do that. And there's nothing wrong with getting paid to speak. All right, you have a great rest of your day. And don't forget, next week we're talking all about conversions. How do you take this conversation from a conversation to a booking? You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now.